Welcome to The Link. We'll go behind the scenes with local businesses and community leaders, learning their mindset and motivations that make them successful. We'll link you with those making an impact in central Minnesota.
they removed quite a bit, plus lymph nodes, um, plus his appendix while they were in there because they said the fourth was needle needed. Yeah, right. Um, so he went through surgery and then chemo. Chemo was the next step. And um, he got really sick. And what was it like? Obviously, I mean, you're planning your life. I mean, mm -hmm. we all can relate back from our 20s and 30s getting married mm -hmm. and then just, I'm assuming, like, in an instant, the whole world changes. Yeah. What's that like for, because he's going through that and you have to be his support system, yet it's a grieving process. I'm just curious what that. It was, it was interesting. I mean, being 25, for one, I mean, you're yeah. in the prime of your life, so. You're invincible, I mean, you're invincible. <laughs> you think right? everything's just like, yeah, yeah, life is great. So um, it was it was hard because my friends couldn't relate. They couldn't help me, you know, they didn't, they hadn't gone through it. Um, my mom had had, we've had family members that have sure. gone through cancer, but she's never been through it either. So um, I don't know, I just learned, like, I'm a pretty determined and driven person to begin with, but. I think it made me a much like harder person at that time where it was just like this was my focus was making sure Kyle was good every day right. um, but it became you know not only working I was also going back to school at that time to okay. finish my bachelor's right. degree um, actually St. Scholastica uh, the St. Cloud campus sure. so part-time online um, part-time at their new campus um, I already have had a degree in uh, architectural construction technology okay. instead of drafting. Yep. Was working full time at Cold Spring Granite, um, finishing for the bachelor's and then this comes along plus planning a wedding. And so, you know, you would think, how do you ever get through it? And sometimes I mean people ask me that all the time, how do you do it? And I'm like, I don't honestly I don't know is my life. It's just like every day you wake up and it's like, okay, today we have dinner, it's in the afternoon, we gotta do appointments or chemo. But you just Friends and family. My family helped a ton. Sure. Um, Kyle's family, my family, taking him to appointments because I couldn't always leave work. Yeah. And I think that's the piece. And was he working or what? Did he have to stop? He was working when he could. He right. had the most amazing employer that um, he worked construction, so sure. primarily uh, pouring concrete, and he okay. was the basically the job soup. So he had crews. He had about fifty guys under him. Wow. So for him to leave, it was. It was tough for the company um, when he wasn't there, but also for Kyle because he yeah. <laughs> he couldn't let go, and he's so dedicated to his guys. Um, so he did work when he felt good. Um, there was a point where he couldn't work anymore, right. but that was years down the road. But his his employer um, felt it was important that they paid him the entire time he was sick. I mean, they never doesn't that make all the just to have it was incredible. Not only the financial support, mm -hmm. but just like. They, I mean, I still, I tell him all the time, um, you have no idea what that did for our lives. Yeah. Because, you know, some people lose their house, they lose their job. It's, And I think if that would have happened, Kyle would have passed probably a lot sooner. Yeah. Because you start yeah. to lose everything that you're basically living for. And so there was times when Kyle was sick and, um, you know, he's like, I would love more than anything just to be able to get up and go to work right now. So it's the things we take for granted and, um, you know, we complain about having to go to work, but there was yeah. days where he just, that's all I wanted yeah. was to be able to do it. Yeah. Well, let's, I want to take a step back. Let's 
talk about you. So I'm always interested in people that start companies, start foundations, just kind of background. You grew up in the Foley area, or what mm -hmm. kind of childhood? Tell me about your parents' childhood upbringing. Sure. Yeah, I grew up um, central Minnesota, a small town of Foley. Yep. Um, pretty much rural, farmer's country, um, but had a great upbringing. My family, born and raised in the business, really um, started with my great-grandparents. My great-grandma had a clothing store, um, pretty much the only clothing store. It was called uh, Lita's, which is her name, um, in town. And uh, I always joke that that's where my clothing addiction came from <laughs> is back, back then. Um, and then her husband, my great-grandfather, also had like a trucking business. Um, he owned several gravel pits sure. and sold. So the entrepreneurial spirit, I mean. Yeah, so it really, out. when you think about it, it started back then. And then my grandfather had a trucking company. So really trucking was kind of deep sure. in our um, family. And my parents um, were tax assessors. Um, and now my mom does real estate. Yeah. So they've always kind of just been self-employed entrepreneurs. Um, my uncle's a realtor in the local area yeah. too. So I grew up seeing that. Um, and it was kind of ingrained in us that, you know, work hard, play hard. Um, so I, since I was 16, I've, I've worked. Like sure. that's just, that's been my thing. Um, I worked at a local cafe. I actually graduated college the year after I graduated high school because I did yeah. PSEL. Um, and then I bought my house, first house at 19. Good for you. So, in Foley or? Um, Sock Rapids actually, right sure. by the high school. So okay. um, again, my uncle was in, in uh, real estate. So at the time that would have been 08. So when yeah. the market was. Todd Swanson was coming in. He said, yep. yep no, yep. very well. Great guy. Yep. So when the market fell, um, I didn't even look at the house. He basically called he said, and you said, buy this he goes, if you don't buy this, I'm going to buy it and just yep. turn around and sell it. Yep. So. I looked at pictures online. I'm like, sure. <laughs> Bought the house, and um, it actually turned out to be was it uh, awesome. I mean, how much was it a complete fixer upper, or was no, it just cosmetic? Or it was um, it was a patio home in Autumn Ridge. You probably yep. know where that is. Yep. At the time, there was only like five houses in there, but a bunch of those lots went into tax yes. forfeiture. Yes. So here was a 19 year old living with a bunch of 50, 60, 70 year olds <laughs> in an association. Um, but really it was just cosmetic stuff, paint, nothing yeah. nothing crucial, so it was perfect. I wish I would have kept that house just as a rental now, yeah. but hindsight. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that kind of business has always been in our family. Um, I have always wanted to start some sort of business, but it's one of those things, it's like, what is it? What does it look like? Um, clothing has been a passion of mine, yeah. so I've thought about a boutique, but it's like, um, I'm also in the construction world and I work full time as uh, a sales person actually for a company called Stone Panels out of Texas. Okay. Um, in sales or? Mm -hmm, in sales. So I worked for Cold Spring Granite for 12 years. Yep. I started in drafting, moved to sales and project management. Um, I worked on projects like World Trade Center, um, West Point was a huge project. Really cool. Um, design like designing or? well World Trade Center I did so um, a lot of people probably don't know this but majority of that granite came from northern Minnesota from Babbitt Minnesota yeah. um, and it's basically all the sidewalks around the seven buildings that make up the World Trade Center wow. so it's like 200,000 square feet of material um, plus we did all the countertops in Freedom Tower 
the entrance in the Freedom Tower. So that was a pretty cool project. Cool. And you're still there. I mean, that's your. So now I work for their sister company called Stone Panels out of Texas, which is a similar gotcha. product. Um, it's basically a quarter inch stone on a honeycomb panel. So it's interior as well. So I'm still, yeah, still working on lots of different projects. Now I cover the Midwest. Um, so one of my latest projects that I'm working on locally is actually Cathedral High School. They're, yeah. they're yeah. expansion. Um, Blattner Energy and Avon. They're Perfect. doing the addition Perfect. right now. That's probably being installed right now as we speak. <laughs> um, Goldman Construction is doing that. Um, so construction is a passion of mine. And then cancer has been a passion. Um, and I'm kind of sure, you know, something that was kind of thrown at me. Um, I basically, you know, Kyle had talked about let's let's give back. And so you guys talked about before you passed, mm -hmm. you spoke about or said, hey, how did that go? I mean, hey, I, this is what I'm thinking. Or did he bring it up? How did that how did Kyle, you initiate it? Yeah. So um, Indy stands for I'm not done yet. And that basically was a mantra that kind of became a saying in our household. Um, after a surgery, one of many Kyle's surgeries, um, he had told our pastor, I'm not done yet. God doesn't want me yet. And I just was kind of shocked when he said that because I'm like, but it struck a chord, that where phrase. did that even come from? Yeah. yeah. And so that phrase, and then we had a benefit and I'm not done yet was on the back of his shirts. And for some reason I was in, um, Coburn's and Foley randomly and I never would go to Coburn's Foley mostly because I didn't want to run into people that I knew, you know, because it's just like, I just want to get in, get my groceries and not talk. Your energy, me, I mean, you're yeah. exhausted, right? So I just, just need yeah. to do my thing. And yeah. so for some reason I went there and um, somebody was wearing his shirt and it said, I'm not done yet. And it said Kyle's shirt on the back body. And I had no idea who this person was. And I just looked at it and I was like, oh my gosh, like that's my husband. And he was still alive at the time. But it just got me thinking like, what if, that turned into something to be like, that's someone that I know, you know, not just Kyle, but someone else, you know, battling cancer. And the wheels started turning. It started turning. Yeah. And so Kyle and I, we just talked about um, how can we give back? What can we do? And something that kind of bothered him is that there is a ton of organizations that give money to research, which is awesome. We need that. But, you know, you go to a football game and they pass a helmet to collect money for different things. And Kyle's like, I never saw any of that. And that wasn't the principle right. of it. His point was that, okay, where is that money really going? And there's a lot of people that need help in the meantime because they lose their jobs. They lose um, their houses. They're struggling. You still got to pay bills. Just the they travel, too, if you're going the to the travel. mail, the hotel, all of that. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of talked about, didn't really know what it would look like. Like right. I said, I had no clue. Kyle, he worked construction, had his own businesses and yep. stuff prior to. Um, but that was really all that was it. And I knew it had to be something with, it became indie, just an acronym for I'm Not Done yep. Yet. Um, and so before he died, it, it was really weird. We were in the hospital, and it was before he moved to hospice. And we were talking about final wishes and stuff like that. Yep. And um, he told me, he goes, you better not pawn your ring off my wedding ring. He goes, because that's my bolt on your finger. He always joked that he never got to buy his new bolt because he had to buy a wedding ring. And then the second thing he said is, you better get working on indie every single day. And so... That was your, okay, this is my purpose in life. Yeah, right? and so I sat, I spent a lot of time at um, 
Phytopasta's house yeah. in St. Augustine. Who does? They do amazing work out there. That place is like, yeah. if you've never been there, you need to go visit just because it's it's this house in the middle of the woods. It's so mm-hmm. peaceful. Um, you know, people are there obviously for a reason, but I, I met family members there. I felt that peace. Um, they they cook really well. They're constantly shoving cookies down your throat. <laughs> but I did a lot of reflection. Um, I was able to write and do different things. And um, but guess, him saying mm-hmm. that was like I don't say the permission, but that was like that was okay, the start of it. The final piece was I went to his funeral was on I think Wednesday that week. Benton County Fair was going on, sure. so I went with some friends and their kids to the fair. Um, yeah. We were just walking through the horse barn, um, doing what you do at the fair, and this horse was going crazy, neighing and just kind of caught our attention. Yeah. It was really weird. So we turn around, and um, the two little girls that I were with, they loved Kyle. Um, we looked up, and each or- horse usually has a poster board, like with sure, their ribbons sure. and their names. And the horse's name was Indy. And it was like I-N-D-Y. And I just stopped and I looked at my friend Ashley and I had goosebumps and I'm like, holy crap. That's amazing. And because um, I had told Kyle, I'm like, just please send me signs. Send me signs to let me know, you know, that you're around. And it's like, you can't even make that up. No. <laughs> it was just like, okay, I really got to do this. So yep. I did. Um, I didn't take that much time off work because I get really bored and I don't know what to do with myself. Yep. So the next week, I my mom had worked. Um, no, this is sorry to. That's okay. Does the in the you're still in the grieving process, right? Mm-hmm. Is this a way to a little bit of an escape? I mean, how do you manage? Yeah. The grieving process and all of this, as far as obviously continuing his name and legacy. I'm just because mm-hmm. I just think about like if I lost one of my two girls and my wife, I would probably be out for months, mm-hmm. not able to do anything. So is this a little bit of like an escape? Or how just to to carry on or is it just put it in silos and just manage the grief all I'm just curious how I think now looking back it was a way for me to channel my grief at the time I didn't you know I was more or less just trying to stay busy because if it was if I had time alone at home you just sit and think and your mind wanders it's like what if so I just had to stay busy and so um, yeah, I was just, you know, filing for 501, um, businessing, all the stuff you have to do to basically start a business. Yeah. Um, but then as you get into it, it's like, okay, there's a lot more to it than yeah. just doing that. Um, so then it became, okay, what is India actually going to look like? What are we going to do? What? So you say we got to form a board. Yeah. So you form the board, got the board in place. Yep. Okay. Now what's our mission? What's our vision? Yep. What are we going to do with this? And then. Obviously, like you got to rein your goals in a little bit. Cause like, oh, I'm gonna go nationwide with this, right. and obviously you can, but you have to start somewhere. Right. So like, let's focus on Minnesota. Um, and obviously, you know, I'm known in Central Minnesota, so it's it's Central Minnesota. But if you actually look, we have kind of a cool graphic on our website of where our, we say where in the world our warriors yep. are, and. Um, I saw that it's all southern Minnesota. It's all spread yeah. Out we, I, the farthest we've gone north is um, Brainerd or Baxter, yep. and then south is like close to Rochester. Sure. Um, but was the gala last? Was that kind of like the big kickoff, or 
to me, that's when kind of things started to become the awareness of the branding really yeah. paid off. Was that kind of we? So there's a couple things. One, um, latent broadcasting gave away a nonprofit spotlight um, that you could just apply for. Sure. And that was so we formed in August of 17. They were starting that in January. So you just had to apply, say what your mission was. We had a website, and they thought we had been around for a long time because apparently our website looks really good. <laughs> well, that's a credit to you, right? So we won it, and basically what it was is they ran ads. Um, I think it was from like January to May for free. And that's a huge. It was a huge reach. Yeah. Um, we were on 98.9, and I really think that helped. Like you know, people are like, "Ooh, you're gonna hear. Okay, what is yep. that? Let's go look it up." So I feel like that was the start of it. Then it was, as you get these warriors and people who are battling cancer, they're so connected, it's crazy. But they, you know, they have their pockets of people. So yep. that's how we started to really grow our reach. And Grassroots. Mm -hmm. yep. And then, yeah, our gal the gala was our first fundraiser because really our financial backing or what I had started was I said, hey, we're going to have the clothing line or products yeah. and what we're going to do. Back to your logo pose, right? Yeah, yeah back to my, that, that yep. fits that in. Yep. <laughs> um, we're going to have this clothing line and then a portion of it's going to go back to the warriors. So yep. we just picked a number and said, okay, we're going to give our warriors a check for $250 because at that time, basically the financial was, I just put money in and on good faith and was like, let's go, right. let's roll with this. Right. And then, you know, you gotta you gotta build it, and then we'll start to get people that want to donate and want to help and help the local people. We wanted to have a gala, but when we started planning, it was like December. I'm like, there's no way we can do it. And um, one of our board members at the time, Kate Fisher, she said, "Nope, we're gonna do it." She goes, "I want to take this on. Let's do it." We planned it in three months, and. Um, what was the attendance or how many? It was very stressful, but we did it and we, 320, which is basically sold out because um, we had it at Jack and Jim yep. in Duwam. Yep. It was, you couldn't move. <laughs> um, so 320 people and we raised $95,000. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Our goal, that's, that's amazing. Our goal was 50. <laughs> so we exceeded that. Yep. So that was pretty cool for our first one. Um, you know, there's other local organizations. I think Big Brother, Big Sister was actually the night before. And Bob Layton was at that one as well as ours. Amazing. And he was just blown away by, you know, the support that we got. That's so, awesome. yeah. So, what, back to Kyle's, hey, the money, a lot of the money, programs go to research, mm -hmm. trying to figure out ways to help the immediate families. You guys nominate or select a warrior every month? Yeah, so there's a um, basically a short form on our website yep. where you can anybody can nominate somebody who's any age, anyone who's yep. battling cancer. cancer. They just the only stipulation is they have to live in Minnesota because that's our focus right now. Gotcha. Is Minnesota. Um, we pick one over 18 and one under 18 um, each month. So we award two people. And we give them now. We're able to give a check for five hundred dollars each. Sure. We do a video, um, which is like a value of two fifty. And we just feel it's important. People need to share their stories. People need to understand that cancer looks different for everybody. Um, but it's amazing when you go into these videos, the emotion that comes out and how 
just the support that people feel like yeah. someone's listening um you know unfortunately i can relate but even if you can't relate it's just like you can see the relief and the videos have become a really cool piece that i didn't even think about in the beginning um our first two warriors our first one she was from royalty her name was melissa Ziager. And we went there in January and she died within two weeks of shooting that video. Wow. And when we went into that video, um, how old was she? 30, early thirties. Yeah. When we went into that video, it was kind of like, she said goodbye to her family and kids. And wow. so I wasn't emotionally prepared for that because yeah. it was only and you lived it. I mean, four months after losing my husband. Yeah. I lived it. Yeah. Um, so I'm sitting behind the camera sobbing and I like my mom actually went with because she was a board member at the mm-hmm. time and I remember leaving I'm like I don't know if I can do this I don't know if every month I can like relive and rehash like what I went through um, but then I realized I'm like no I have to because I can help these people and then our next warrior Simpson he passed away um, Joe Keffler he was from Clock Rapids early 30s and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I wasn't, you know, I was just thinking, well, everyone will live and it's good. And I don't know why I thought that because yeah. obviously it wasn't the story I got. No. But what I didn't realize is these videos were keepsakes for these families. And then now I form relationships with those two people who were widows as well, young widows. Yeah. And um, we become really good friends. And so Indy's been more about emotional support too. Yep. I was young. I was only 28 when Kyle passed. None of my friends had lost a husband. It's not like, you know, there's support groups and stuff around here, but I can't really relate to someone who's 50 and 60. Um, So to be able to provide that peace and just be able to text each other and be like, this is what I'm feeling or this is what happened. And as life goes on and you enter into the dating world and how different that is today, um, we could we could help each other. What I know, I went back and I watched a few of the videos and then I just started watching more. And I think I watched all of them just because they're so powerful. But, you know, I've always been one to believe that me personally, I gravitate towards being a part of something bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. And what I kind of noticed on watching a couple of the kids and when, because each of them said, I am March's warrior of the month. It's like they lit up being saying I'm part of this and I just thought it was a testament testament to you to create something that you know they just got a prognosis that obviously is not good it's flipped everything but just that a little bit of hope or excitement to be a part of something a support system um, I just found that interesting to see you could just see the, the glow of open and say I am July's warrior of the month that they're a part of something bigger than themselves and I thought that was really neat and I thought that shows like i said a testament to what you created it's, it's cool the kids are the kid videos become some of my favorite because they're so like, and the kids appear similar. stronger than the parents which i i would relate to but it's, their strength on those videos is amazing i always ask them you know what is something that you want to tell another kid who's going through it or right and almost all of them are like don't be scared you can do it yep. um just you know stay strong and i'm just here i am like this eight-year-old is telling me this, you know, and they don't even know half the battle of what they're going through. They just know this is what they got to do every day. But it is cool. We've had, um, 
one of our warriors, she's from Sartell, Lucy, she actually has wanted to give back. And so every month now she creates these baskets or treasure chests um, full of goodies for the upcoming warriors. And uh, she does tie blankets and all sorts of good stuff. And um, that's been really fun for her to be able to help those kids. And then they'll tell me, they'll text me and be like, oh, we ran into so-and-so in the hallway at Children's because, you know, St. Cloud doesn't have anywhere to treat these kids. So they are all driving to the cities either. Typically it's Children's or Masonic or Mayo. Um, They do run into each other in the hallway. So that's what's been fun is like, creating a little network where um, same thing, maybe Lucy's mom can talk to Jake's mom and you can relate because you need that piece. Family can only do so much, but they don't always, family is able to relate with where they're at. No, very cool. How many total warriors do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, I think right now we're at about 36. I think by a year end we'll be 40 um, warriors within, it'll be well, just a little over two years. So, and I think the other day I figured out it was a little over forty thousand dollars is wow. what we put in. Congratulations! That's so, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, what I've noticed is you have a huge presence on social media, mm-hmm. um, getting that out there. You mentioned your merchandise line. How is that on the business side of it? Just I'm always fascinated by what creates a culture and what creates you know people's excitement for a following. Sure. Um, how has that played into it? Or um, I had a funny story, Tara, we were talking about shirts here, and she said, I was trying to get some of the girls here, okay, we want to make shirts, right? And yeah. I can't think of a shirt that the girls are, you know, are going to wear, right? So um, I said, well, let's find some shirts. What do you guys feel comfortable with wearing? And Tara says, well, I have a shirt, and this was yesterday. I'll bring it in um, today, and it's an indie shirt. So she's wearing it now, and yeah. she didn't even know you were coming oh, in, so I'll have short. But um, where I was going with that is just the connection you're making through social media, through merchandise, that's really growing the mm-hmm. word of mouth, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's branding. It's right? it's brand. Really, it is. It's branding. Yeah. So you know whether it's an Under Armour symbol or a Nike, like everyone knows what the swoosh is. Everyone yeah. knows McDonald's arches. Um, I didn't really expect people to recognize indie as fast as they did. Or I will have a lot of people be like, I wore my shirt and people are like, well, indie, what does that mean? And I'm like, that's interesting to me because I, I never look at someone's shirt and be like, well, what does that mean? Right. That's just me. But we kind of created this thing where, you know, indie is a word. And a lot of people are like the indie 500. <laughs> no. Sure. Um, or like the, you know, people will just see anything with arrows. So we yeah. kind of have two logos. The script logo is kind of incorporates the cancer ribbon. Yeah. And then the arrow logo, um, it's Morse code for love and faith. And it's two arrows that cross and oh, say cool. indie. Um, so when people see arrows now, they just associate it with, yeah. with indie. But that was my hope is like, you know, love your melon, for instance. Everybody right. knows what a love your melon hat is. And like how can we soda clothing they you know yep. it's just strictly minnesota but everybody knows like soda clothing or knows their branding so i wanted to create something that was catchy and then i i like clothes so yeah. i do a lot of the designing um kind of see what's new what's out there yeah. you don't have to reinvent the wheel i mean you can you can see what's trending you can see what's out there and then just market it yeah. and most of our marketing um 
one thing that was very different is, you know, a lot of nonprofits still do mailers and stuff like yep. that. And I'm like, yep. no, I, I buy all my stuff online. We're going to promote online. And, you know, you do miss some of that demographic that likes to come and touch and feel and try stuff on. And we're working on um, getting a wholesale market set up. So boutiques do yep. want to carry our stuff. They can. Yep. I just, I had to learn you have to walk before you run because if you get too oh, yeah. far ahead of yourself, <laughs> there can be failures, which yep. failure is good too. But um, so now we're working with that and um, we have some pretty lofty goals and some, we have some people within Shields that that's one of the ultimate goals awesome. someday to get Well, I think where you've succeeded from, my, again, my perspective is it's one thing to create a recognizable brand. You can create a brand that, and that's the foremost goal is to recognize. But if you partner that with, it means so when they see it, it's meaningful. And yeah. that's where telling your story and all of that, where it's not just a recognizable brand where people see it or they think of, makes them feel a certain Feel good, yeah. When I speak to kids too, I tell them, you know, it's you're gonna face hard times in your life. I mean, it's a given. <laughs> Not everything is gonna be, you know, peaches and cream all the time. But with indie too, I'm like, I want you to think when you're climbing that mountain, or I've ran several half marathons, and there's times where I have to repeat in my head, like I'm not done yet. And there was times where I had to repeat and be like, seriously, Kyle could go through, you know, rounds of chemo and I can't get, right? I can't get it's through just, this last mile. Right. It is, it's all mindset and perspective. So yeah, I wanted something where, you know, they put it on and it makes you feel good or it reminds yeah. you of something or just simply yeah. tells you I'm not done yet that yeah. day. So yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, how can, what anyone listening or watching, what, can, how can we get involved? How can we help? What are some of the ways? Obviously, your website, which yep. is... Yep, so our website is um, imnotdoneyet.com with dashes in between. So it's im-not-done-yet.com. Sure. Um, donating, obviously, we're a 501c3. So that's one way. Um, purchasing our gear. Uh, you can go on and nominate someone you know battling cancer. That's what I was going to ask is what's, if somebody knows somebody, yep. what's the process there's to a, register? There's a nominate tab on there. We ask a few key questions, and I tell people not to get too hung up on it, but you have to realize that we don't. the selection committee doesn't know these people. Yep. So the better you write, it <laughs> yep. helps us. Pulls yep. at our heartstrings. Pictures. Pictures, yep. There's attachments for pictures, and then you can nominate someone more than once. So... Some, we had someone nominated like over 20 times. It's like, well, obviously we need to select right. her. Right. Um, so, you, you know, get your family members to um, nominate them. Uh, we also have, we like to do survivor pieces. So, you know, cancer isn't just about people during the battle. It's after too. Um, so you can go on there and nominate a survivor and we like to highlight them and get their story and put them on our blog. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, our, all of our gear is on there, so you can search that, purchase that. Um, and you can kind of just see what we've been up to, um, the different, where all of our warriors are. Our, all of our videos are on there, so yep. you can get a better idea of, you know, what does it mean when you do nominate somebody? What, is, what does it look like? Sometimes people don't want to be in the spotlight. Totally understandable. Um, but a lot of people, you know, it they kind of change their tune when they see past warriors and what has been done. Sure. So we have a, um, in November, we do 30 days of comfort and joy. And basically, um, we just, what we try to do is we get 
30 people to donate $100. Yep. Um, so that would be equaling 3000 And we surprised four families with $1,000 checks for Christmas. Wow. Um, last year was our first year doing it. And, yeah, we ended up with the number four because it was, we had such a huge response. Um, what's kind of cool about it is, you know, it can be a business, it can be an individual, it can be a family, and you just say, you know, what are you thankful for? Um, then you can give us your business logo or a picture of your family, or it can be in memory of someone. So every day we highlight someone on social media, but they get to be a part of giving to those families. So last year we did that, and it was, um, my idea was like publisher clearinghouse style. Yep. So we had variety of um, people from all over, and we told them either we're just some, we had some teachers just say, hey, we're just coming after school. So the family has no idea. We had other people where we literally, they were baking cookies. We show up and they're like, <laughs> why is there a camera and who are all these yeah. people? Um, but it was really cool to just surprise them. And um, one thing about us is sometimes people require, you know, financial statements or need to yeah. know your finances yeah. for donating in. We don't. And my reasoning behind that is because I don't care if you have a little money or a lot of money. If you want to take the $1,000 and go to Disney World or you want to yeah. pay a bill, that's your choice. But I just want you to know that you're supported and I want you to do whatever it's you want with it. It's the underlying feeling we're here to support you yes. and we're not going to... Yep. Most people are, you know, they get a gift like that, they're not going to be irresponsible. And if they are, you know what, that's their choice. Yeah. Um, but we're here to support and make a difference. And yeah. Central Minnesota and Minnesota's cancer really is. Well, thank you for everything that you yeah. do. It's cool to see someone. You didn't choose your purpose. Your purpose mm -hmm. chose you or found you, right? But it's neat to see how you can take adversity and make it such a greater good for the community. So mm -hmm. you should be commended for that. So thank you. Um, the Indie Foundation Instagram and Facebook, obviously, as yep. well, too. Check them out. Um, Kayla Strand, thanks for stopping by. Thanks, guys. Hey, thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to us. If you really liked hearing the link, please subscribe below and I look forward to you joining us next time.